Hi, and welcome to episode two of Jimmy and the Brain. This episode is titled The Divided State of America. Please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit JimmyandTheBrain.com and view behind-the-scenes footage on our YouTube channel. So starting off with episode two, I first just have a conversation with Jimmy as to what our podcast is all about. Um, how can I explain? I'm ghetto, kind of. Not really, but I am. But think about it. Like, I can relate to the real issues that's going on. It ain't just like, okay, I'm ghetto, but I ain't ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I ain't ignorant to the fact what's going on. Like, when we was talking about the police brutality, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, you know, it happened to me before. Yeah. Well, I think I could, that's why we work is because I am just the opposite. I'm a little shelter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that we provide that polarity, you know, like you have both sides of it. So what is Jimmy and the Brain all about? You know, we can do different topics and still relate. It's like you could say, oh, well, I think this. I'm like, okay, I think that. But then at the end of it, we agree. You, you see yeah. what I'm saying? We're trying to be entertaining, but then we're trying to be on positive at the same time because... You know, I could have came in with a bunch of ignorance and be like, well, no, I don't agree with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you could be like, well, I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And we could have been on here arguing for an hour. But no. You know, and then it's a crazy thing about it because with me, I'm learning stuff. Yeah. This is stuff. I Listen, I swear to God. Remember when you was talking about where people be numb to um, what's going on? Yeah. I, I swear to God, I do not know what be going on at all because yeah. I don't I don't like seeing the news. Listen, yeah. if it wasn't for this show. I wouldn't even be on Facebook. You see what I'm saying? So we both agree on the topics and we're, we're, you know, figuring out what's going on and, you know, what's really going on in the world today, man. And yeah, it's definitely crazy. You know, for me, starting M3, I had the exact same experience. And maybe six months into it, we started doing videos because we were interviewing a video blogger. And then we were like, hey, let's do these videos are way more popular than anything we can write. You know, that's the first thing we realized. Because um, that was my background was writing. Um, so video up until three years ago was just it was unknown to me. Now, do you like doing the videos on more? Yeah, I do. I, got, I really did get into it. Um, I wish I did more writing. I'm making a point uh, right now to try to publish something once a week. I think every Wednesday I'm going to work on it. So part of it could be taking what we talk about here and making an article. My other friend, he was telling me about, uh, you know, like getting back into music. Remember I was saying before, I really didn't want to do music, but he's like, man, listen, man, you need to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, I guess I'm going to start doing music again, you know? Well, I think one thing would definitely be cool is interviewing musicians because you've been in a studio before, you know, you understand some of the pressures of recording. I think that's, um, that's an experience that would be valuable in talking to somebody. Because one of the things I was, I was watching on YouTube was you want to explain to your audience what we're all about. So, I mean, one of those is like storytelling. I like the news. I'm, I'm a news junkie. News and politics is one of mine. And see, like, it's like with me, I'm the total opposite. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't really like the news because of how much, you know, they're doing. Like, you know, it doesn't have to always be negative when it comes to black people, man. Before we get into the main issues of this episode, we wanted to touch on some of the other divisions that happen in the United States. And one of those happens to do with LGBT rights. Uh, So back to our conversation with Jimmy. What is the LGBT? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, because my friend, I, I don't know what to call him. I don't know if he's gay, straight. I mean, I don't know if he's gay or bi, but I was talking to him about, you know, like gay people, the pride and all of the parades. Yeah. I just told him, I said, you know, I don't understand why why that is. And then he was telling me, like, because he said, you see, he said, see, you don't know because you're not in that scene. He said, but for years, he said, gay people didn't have the same rights as straight people. See, basically, I want to touch on the, the subjects that's really matter you know what i'm saying like like you know like things that's going on you know what i'm saying how how they trying to make the the bathrooms and the, the for the transsexuals and stuff like that like you know you know that's something that's going on how they got in north carolina you know what yeah. i'm saying like do you agree with that if you identify as a woman that you should be able to go in the in a woman's bathroom yeah i do um friend he he uh well okay like you know i should be calling him a she i guess yeah so transitioning he he's like uh you gonna have to respect me as such and such. You know, I'm like, what? I was like, I said, listen, man. Like, I, you know, I told a nigga, like, listen. To me, you, you is who you is. I, I, you know, what I'm saying, when you was gay, cool. You was my, you was my one of my best friends. But when, when you turn into a girl and you come with all these feelings and everything, then no, you know, I got a problem with that. You know, what I'm saying, but when, when you was just you, then okay, cool. But I don't care about you transitioning. But don't change up on me because I'm not changing up on you. To me, you still my friend. Guys, right. you know what I'm saying, and and I think he, I think maybe he thought that I was gonna have a problem with it, but nah, you my like you my friend. I mean, I had to, it's something I had to get used to, right? You know, but but don't don't just come off in in defense with me because you don't even know how I feel, right? And you know, so like like I'm talking, about, we used to talk about everything, relationships, everything, you know, and you know that that's the person I went to when I was stressed out, but. Man, he this fool, and I don't know what's up with this fool. <laughs> well, I, I have to like feel like understanding that they're going through a lot of, you know, and I'm sure they, you know, if you're transitioning, you're going to go through a lot of discrimination. You're going to be very um, defensive. They, my like one of my best friends. Yeah, I don't care about their sexuality because you know what, gay people did more for me than straight people did. And the thing about it. I would rather hang with a gay person than a straight person because ain't no gay people trying to go out there and be in no fights, man. You know, unless you got the bougie kind, you know, you got the bougie, but, but you know what I'm saying? But, but you know, for the most part, man, people just going out trying to have a good time. And then the thing about it, the drinks are stronger at the, at the gay clubs. I went to a gay club with my cousin in L.A., right? My, my cousin in L.A., he gay. Man, listen, the drinks are stronger. You know what I'm saying? It ain't all watered down drink. And, man, you having a good time. And, yeah. and there's some beautiful women in there. Yeah, I'm, not sure. talking, I'm not talking about the transsexual man, real women, man. Well, this is a this is a thing that women. We were actually talking about this on uh, one of those. Derek brought it up. He said he's he's upset that there are so many women in gay clubs, and the reason why they're there is that they can look at the men without feeling threatened. Oh, you, yeah. I heard that was on last week's show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to when you were saying it. Yeah, it would be helpful if more people were just. Just live, live and let live like that. My brother, he like that. Like he, he listen. My brother, man, he straight up. He don't care. He will come drink with you, have a good time. I'm telling, he be the only straight person in the room. But you, but you, you know what I mean? Like he cool, and that's how we all are. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I definitely want to do a thing about the the, the bathrooms and you know uh, just the L, what was it LGBT. Mm-hmm. But then they put an, another letter on it now, didn't they? You, yeah. Yeah, what is, what is Q? Q is like either queer or questioning, which are like people who are not sure. 
Why do keep adding all these letters to it? <laughs> I, was like, I guess there are some people who don't want to identify as anything, you know, they, and so they use the word queer. They just know they're different. Yeah. Another thing about me, like I, I don't feel like it's nobody business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's why I was talking. That's why I want to do a show about the parades, and you know, because because you know maybe you can give me a better understanding on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like it ain't nobody business. You know what I'm saying? Right. So forget having a parade. However you is, is how you is. It's, it's nobody business. But like I said, my friend was telling me about how the rights was, how, you know, how people look down. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I didn't know. Yeah, but I think, but I think but, yeah, the reason. The reason a lot of people do the parades and things, it is, it, I had to learn, first of all. Um, like I said, before I started in 3 I didn't really, you know, talk to a lot of gay people about issues and stuff. But I have, like, over the last, past three years learned that, you know, I guess the Stonewall Riots. What's uh, The Stonewall Riots were in New York. It was, a, I believe, in 1960, it was around the Civil Rights era, 1968, 69, 70s. And at the time, gay bars were illegal. I didn't know that, but you you could not have a gay bar. Like, there could not be just a gay establishment, which to me is mind-blowing, but yeah. So every once in a while, the police would just come in and raid these places because you couldn't stop them from doing it. Like, uh, yeah. it's just a bar where gay people congregate. Um, it didn't, you know, and so it was a lot of, like, you know, drag queens or whatever who were obviously gay. I guess there were places where, you know, they were kind of underground. But, you know, you, they have, like, undercover cops go to these bars and bust them up. So, anyway, it was one of these nights where they were hauling everybody out of this bar called the Stonewall Inn in New York. And they started fighting back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they started <laughs> punching the cops and shit. People got killed. Yeah. It was pretty nasty. And um, that kind of started the gay rights movement. Like, And that's when gay pride parades started. And I think just this year became a, um, a national landmark. Um, and they said it's so big down here, man. I never seen it, man. But I went to a park, to a uh, some house in the park or something at Pima. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And listen, I swear to God, it was about five thousand gay people there, man. But listen, listen, not one fight. Yeah. They were all having a good time, and it was, man, it was cool. It was kind of weird, but I seen a gay, a, a gay um child, man. Nigga, like nine years old, man. Right. But but you know, it, it's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't care, but it's like, you know, my kids went, like, it was just, it was different, but it, it was, man, listen, I never seen so many people having fun yeah. with no violence, you know what I'm saying? With no violence, you know what I'm saying? It's like, right. okay, maybe you can give me more insight on the, um, give me some more insight on the, uh, the bathroom thing. Yeah. Like, okay, 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 this this is why I don't agree with if you identify as a woman, you should be able to go in the woman's bathroom because I got daughters. Yeah. I got you know I got eight kids. I got five daughters. Yeah, and and I and we know the world we live in. People are sick. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So some people will will take that and and straight men, perverts. I mean, what's the what what you call them? Child molesters or whatever you call them. I mean, pedophiles. Mm-hmm. They, they you know they they take that and they go and in girls' bathrooms, you know, with, with kids and be molesting kids. That that's why I don't agree with it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with it because of that. Because then you're gonna be you're gonna be taking you're gonna be molesting kids. You know, get get kids get molested and and you know more more things like that. Well, but, I, I think the only reason I would disagree with that is there. I don't think there's anything stopping them from going in now. You know, um, there. 
let's just put it this way: like they don't necessarily need to wear a dress and pretend to be a woman to go into a bathroom. Because um, because I was just saying, like if a transgender person's in a woman's bathroom, they're going to look weird no matter what bathroom they go in. They go into men's bathroom dressed as a woman, they're going to get harassed. They go into a women's bathroom dressed as a woman, they're going to get harassed because they they're queer. You know, they're different. So do you think that's why? Uh... Do you think that's why uh, Walmart, all the Walmarts got the unisex bathrooms? Yeah, I think so. Because you got to think about it. They've been... Hold on. I don't even think Target got unisex bathrooms, but I know Walmart always had unisex bathrooms. You know, like the family bathrooms. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they got the men and the women's, but then, you know, they got the family bathroom. Or yeah. man or a woman. So you think that that's like when they built their uh, stores, they was thinking about that? Like, I, I don't think so. I think it, it was just that idea that you know, a father might want to take their daughter to use the restroom, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Um, and so that, to me, makes more sense. You just have stalls, you know, and then there's a common area where, you know, you're fully dressed. So, like, what difference does it make? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so I think that's probably where we're going to go. Um, and I hope people just realize that, yeah, it's, I guess... I understand where a lot of people are sensitive about it. It's like, I want to use the bathroom with my gender identity. But I think it is a problem. It's a legit concern, like you were saying, for your daughter's safety. You know, when they were talking about Target was going to build a, a bathroom for them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Go ahead and build a bathroom. Because then, then you know, parents will feel more safe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but then when they was fighting against the bathroom, I'm like, okay, now that's kind of stupid. Because they want a bathroom so that they can go to their own bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they got to be acting like, you know, they don't have to be acting like they're a woman to go in the woman's bathroom. You know what I'm saying? They can go to the transgender bathroom. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I agree with that. And I agree with that because, like, like somebody like me is more safe, you know, to me because, like you said, you know, like I think in North Carolina, period, if you think, if you feel like you're a woman, you go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, so, like, to somebody like me that's overprotective with my kids, if I see the transgenders going in the transgender bathroom, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm saying, and and even for a, a man that's that's um a man want to go in there, okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do what you do, right. but but it'll make a lot of parents feel more safe, you know, because then you know, like, cause I trust me, I'm sure that that transgender women go in the in the women's bathroom now. Yeah, you see, you see what I'm saying? And you wouldn't know. And you wouldn't know. Listen, I listen, man. No lie, man. I, I don't care how nobody feel. I just seen some transgender women that look better than these regular women out here, man. Yeah. And, and you would never know. Yeah. You would never know if they don't talk. You don't know. Some right. of them, if they talk. You don't know. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think I'm. I'm not sure, but I think it was Target that was talking about building the Bradley for them. And and what is the problem? What is right. the problem? Because because now you don't have to. Now you don't have to. Worry about them being in the bathroom, you know, with your kids or this and that. They have their own bathroom to go to. Yeah. Like, like, like I said, I'm, I'm all. Listen, I just don't understand the, the, the thing. The, like I said, the marches. But, but, like you said, you know, I didn't know about that bar thing in, um, in New York City. Yeah. But see, but see, see somebody like me, like, like I said, I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know about about the 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 rights that wasn't had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what's crazy? I never knew. I just found a new word, man. Uh, what is it? Trans trans men, a man or something? Mm-hmm. Like that? that's, that's the women. Yeah. 
and, and, and listen, I, and you know how I found that out? Listen mm. to Risk. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. I'm listening to Risk. They said trans. I'm like, huh? Right. Start talking. Then the, the person that started telling the story, and they were saying that they were a woman, but they're a man. But then the crazy thing about that, like you said with your friend, they're a woman, but they they um identify as a man, but they still like men. Right. So 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 to them they're a gay man instead of being. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I know. <laughs> it is. It is. So I mean, gender and sexuality are are two separate things. And uh, it's hard to separate the two, but clearly for some people, like that has nothing to do. Yeah, what they identify as is not really about sexuality; it's about identity. I mean, like I said, I just—I mean, but that's good that you told me about that bar thing. Because, like I said, I never knew about the rise. I never knew about that. I just learned about it a couple of years ago. When, and, uh, and now, and now I kind of see why they probably got the marches, you know? Because, I mean, not the march, but you know, the the thing, you know? Yeah. And. And the flag, and I don't know why they took the rainbow, but <laughs> well, you know, the idea was like different people being together, like the oh, rainbow okay. was like all types of the people in one, you know, side by side. That's the idea. Um, it's funny that um, there are there are groups, there are hate groups that use the rainbow as well, because they were like, you know, all these different colors need to be separate. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so they use the rainbow as a a symbol of segregation. I'm like, really? I guess okay. The idea for the divided state of America was from this speech that President Obama gave in 2004 at the DNC, and he was talking, I guess, for nomination of uh, John Kerry. And he, you know, it's what launched his career because it was just an amazing speech. But one of the things he said was that there are. You know, he was giving all these positive things about his, his dad being from Kenya, his mom being from Kansas, and that he was like, there's no place in the world that this could have happened except America, and talking about how great America is. And he said, well, you know, um, there are those out there who set to divide us. He's really talking about the Republicans. And they're going to use religion and, you know, social issues to try to chop America up. And then he said... You know, there's no white America, there's no black America, there's the United States of America. I mean, went through all these other groups, like how they're trying to divide us, but we are one country. Um, but I often ask, like, looking at the current election, if there's there really is, a you know, two Americas, because I've been trying to get back into the gym. I keep trying. <laughs> But yes, you know, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I try to go to the gym, but I'm lazy and I'm tired and it hurts. And, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> you see, that hurts. It hurts. I mean, you're my guy. Like, I get tired. But anyway, at my gym, there's a lot of old Republicans in the locker room listening to Fox News. And it just always makes me upset. Like, you know, there, there was a line Donald Trump said not too long ago where he said, President Obama is the founder of ISIS. You know, ISIS being this terrorist organization out of Syria. Islamic State in Syria, I guess that's what it stands for. And, you know, you had a crowd of people cheering, and there are people who believe this, that somehow Hillary Clinton funded ISIS and, like, um, other just wild accusations, you know. But I guess in politics and in other areas of life, people create their own realities in which they live. And even though they're li- sitting right next to us, we're sitting on the bench, you know, 
getting ready, I'm you know, getting ready to go work out. This person's like, yeah, you know, he's a terrorist. <laughs> what? Or lock her up. Like, okay. So I know, I just wanted to explore the idea of, you know, like, people who live in different worlds. Not just, like, politically, but socially, economically. I think, you know, there is that, when we're talking about LGBT issues, I think people live in, in separate worlds. There are, like, you know, people who just don't... Um, don't understand the people who live with them or live around them. So, like, like, um, see, Donald Trump. I said Trump, <laughs> <laughs> but Donald Trump. The problem with him is that, see, I just found out he was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. He actually is a Democrat. I don't care. There is no use to be. You are a Democrat. You're running as a Republican because, you know, because of Hillary Clinton is running as a uh, what's not like, yeah. like. Um, but the thing about it, all you doing is creating negativity. Donald, listen, th- this is the thing about it. Donald Trump not acting like he negative. He always been negative, even right. on the show he was negative. That's how that's how he got became famous. Yeah, got think about it. You know, if Donald Trump wasn't doing the reality shows and nothing like that, you know, we would know about the Trump Towers and this and that. But what nobody know about the um, you know, about the negativity. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it was Donald Trump was cool with all these rappers. I, listen, I just found out he was cool with all these rappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was cool with all these rappers. But it's like, you're being negative now. You know what I'm saying? So now all the people you was cool with that would have voted for you, now they're probably against you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, just, like, it's, just, like, it's just like how Hillary was doing with Obama. Mm-hmm. Obama a G. He still put her in the White House. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you want to talk about me, but okay, I got something for you. I will put you in the White House. Yeah. And and then you know, like 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 this year, I don't even want to vote. Yeah. I don't, listen. I don't like neither one of them. And, and this is the thing about it, I don't know. Listen, I don't know anything about politics. Yeah. But but it's like they saying, oh Hillary, she has history with the White House. Yes, which is true because you think about it, besides eight years that uh. That um, George Bush was in office. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton was basically in the White House. You know what I'm saying? Besides eight years, eight years out of let me see, out of the last 24 years, Hillary Clinton been part of the White House for yeah, that's true. 15, you know what I'm saying? But it's crazy because Hillary Hillary Clinton is the the most fit. But yeah, on some oh she be lying about this and that. Listen, yeah. politicians are liars. Period. Right. Listen, I'm like everybody talking about how they hate Obama. Obama is still trying to fix what Bush did. Right. You know what I said? Like I'm like, you mad at I mean listen, they they said that the we're not in a recession no more, I don't think. Right. If if we are, when we was in a recession, I didn't get affected by a period, you know. But I don't think we're in a recession anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's more jobs. The unemployment rate might still be high, but the unemployment rate is gonna be high, period. Yeah. Because, listen, it's like this. You got people that don't want to work, period. Yeah. You got people that don't want to work, period. So you can't blame that on the president. If Donald Trump get in, if Hillary get in, if if, if people, if the jobs are still not the same, I mean, unless people want to work, then how are they? Yeah. You got, you know, like, 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 you can't blame the presidents for what's going on in different states. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like Georgia is a, uh, you know, where they can fire you for no reason. Yeah. They said you can come into work normal. 
They could just look at you and say, you're fired. For no reason. Right. And, and there's nothing you can do. But see, we know that. Yeah. I'm saying, but but then the crazy thing about it is that there are jobs in Georgia. Georgia don't want to pay you what you're supposed to get paid. But it's like the unemployment rate might be high in Georgia. But look at all these people on the side of the road holding up signs. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just black people. It's not just it's white people, too. Chinese people. I mean, I ain't never seen a Chinese person, but... You know, all type of people on the side of the road. But we can't blame that. That's not the president's fault. People right. just don't want to get up and go to work. Yeah. Like, like I swear to God, like, I told you before, I was homeless. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. homeless before. I mean, I ain't never had no sign up, man. man. Listen, I was homeless and came out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you can't you can't blame that on the president. But what's going on with what we're going through today, man, listen, man, I, I don't know. Everybody talking about Trump get in, this and that, man. If Trump get in, man, man, Trump ain't gonna do nothing. All he's gonna do is gonna try to go to war with Mexico, and the Mexicans gonna do what they gonna do, man. For real, you better leave the Mexicans alone. Listen, I, I like, listen, I learned firsthand, man. The Mexicans ain't playing, man. Like, listen, I got into it with a Mexican lady, man, mm-hmm. and I worked in a plant full of Mexicans. Yeah. Listen, somebody pulled me to the side. It wasn't one of the Mexicans. It's a black guy. I said, listen, you better leave that lady alone. Or the whole plan gonna go come at you, man. He's I'm telling you, man. And then, and then when I see about twenty of them, like when they say they pack in the car, like they really do that because they 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 live in one house. But see, the thing about it is that we think it's crazy. Yeah. But think about it, you saving more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? You saving more money. You got to think about it. If if we if we moved in the house and it was let's say five of us in the house. Yeah. Think about how much money we save because that that's five different houses we can have. Right. And and, and you know Trump talking about getting rid of the Mexicans for what? Yeah. Listen, they're not on us. Listen, this is what I'm saying. We don't see too many Mexicans on the side of the road. We see a lot of Mexicans working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They working and, and listen, they ain't working for cheap no more. A Mexican guy came to my house and said, "You need your grass?" I said, "How much?" Sixty five dollars. I said, "Man, listen." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, you Mexican, man. This, I mean, you know, disrespect the Mexicans, but you Mexican, man. It's supposed to be twenty dollars or something. He thought sixty five dollars. I'm like, man, you know, I, I pay, I pay. Um, uh, what's the name? Eighty five dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, no, that know, is pretty good. You know, so I'm like, man, listen, man. You know what, what happened to y'all, man? <laughs> Got them became too American, man. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Yeah, but no, I think there is something about that, like um, Donald Trump. You know, the reason he is the nominee of the Republicans is that, you know, people agree with him. That's what's disturbing about it is that, you know, some portion of Americans have, you know, part of the Republican Party have voted for him to be their nominee. I mean, he was lucky in the sense that there were 18 candidates total for the Republican nomination. So I think it was. Yeah, it was very divided. Yeah, there were. They only had like ten people at the debate because that's all they could fit on stage. <laughs> I know eight people had you know they had to choose the top ten people, um, and then they had eight other candidates who eventually just dropped out because they couldn't possibly win. But um, but yeah, at the end of the day, the Republicans chose him to be their nominee, and you know it is really disturbing some of the things he said, especially about Mexicans and Muslims, for instance. You know, he said he wants a ban, or at least a, he said a temporary ban on all Muslims and um, from entering the country legally, you know, legal immigration or um, travel, I think, as well, which is just unheard of 
Um, and then I guess there was also, you know, a, a statement. If you're a presidential candidate, uh, even before you become president, the Joint Chiefs of Staff actually start briefing you about national security issues. Because, you know, what, if you become president, you need to be ready, you know. So they literally basically have president school <laughs> that you have to go to. And, you know, the people who were teaching him all these things were like, this guy doesn't know shit. <laughs> like, there's a issue going on in Russia right now with the Ukraine. Ukraine is a part, used to be a part of the Soviet Union back in the 80s. You know, they broke off and they've been kind of at war for the past four years or so. And there are parts of Ukraine that are occupied by the Russians. Now, you know, I guess the average person isn't going to know that. But if you're running for president, you might want to know that. <laughs> it's a major thing. Russia's a huge fucking military country. It's the largest other than the U.S. So you kind of want to know if they're at war with another country, you know? like <laughs> they, uh, said, they said that they, uh, they said the Russians be punking America, man. Yeah. And it's crazy because America tough, but they don't want no problems with Russia, though, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like for real, like like man, they you know they be threatening us and everything. Like like Russia, man. I never seen nobody punk the U.S. man, but Russia, man. Listen, because <laughs> you know why? Russia got the same weapons we got. Exactly. And, and man, listen. And I'm telling you, if the U.S. uh went to war with Russia, the U.S. would have to sneak attack them, man. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is that, like, because I remember when the Iraq war happened. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, what, 10, 15 years ago? It was a mm-hmm. Yeah. I was watching on the news. They're like, yeah, we're going to uh, attack Iraq at such and such time. You're putting this on the news? Are you serious? <laughs> Let you say you're going to attack Russia at such and such. Okay. Russia going to attack you, man. Listen. Yeah. And so, like, I heard Donald Trump wife from Russia. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, 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 this is what I'm saying. This is the crazy thing about it. Like, like, when I did see the news, they said Donald Trump keep bringing up Russia. Right, he does. They, they said he keep bringing up Russia, but then I found his wife from Russia. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then, and then, think about it. Those emails that I see, I did see that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of news, but I did see the emails that came out. I don't know if it was from Bernie Sanders, whoever it was from, mm-hmm. from, but they talking about Russia hacked him. Mm-hmm. Why does Russia? How come when you running for president, it's all these problems with Russia? Yeah. But it wasn't ever all these problems before. Yeah. It was something like, yeah, uh, some government or entity tied to Russia hacked the DNC's emails, basically showing that there was a bias in the Democratic Party against Bernie Sanders. Um, and I think that bias was later found out to not necessarily no malfeasance happened. Like there was no um, tipping the scales toward Hillary, but clearly most of the Democrats favored Hillary Clinton being the nominee, especially later in the process. Uh, they just wanted it to be over and Bernie wasn't dropping out. So anyway, and they leaked those emails um, basically to tarnish the Democratic National Convention, which was um, not too long ago. Um but then they, they were saying, like, I guess uh, Trump's campaign manager has ties to some of the Russian government. Um, like, he was a lawyer for some of these dictators, or um, I can't remember what they're called. But anyway, so there's some tenuous tie that somehow, you know, these emails will be leaked that are clearly trying to help Trump 
and it's tied to the Russian government. And he, you know that. And on a side note, his his wife is Russian. <laughs> yeah, cause, I mean, because why do his kids sound like that? Do they live in Russia or something? No, <laughs> this is his wife, um, which I guess is like his third wife. But it's funny. I guess his two previous wives are also Russian. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like Trump, man. I listen. I'm telling you, I I really don't have a problem with Hillary. Yeah. I I don't follow politics. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. It's just too much because it's it's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I don't follow politics. I really don't know nothing about politics. But you know, I know Hillary been in the office. Yeah. I mean, I know if I had to vote, I would vote for her, even though because of um, the first met the Fed case she caught. Yeah, she beat the Fed case, I guess. But the, you know, I I don't trust nobody. I don't trust none of them. Yeah, leave Obama in office, man. And, <laughs> no, and, just just leave him there, man. And then and then when he died, put put Michelle in there. Man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but. but but man, do that! I mean, I wish Michelle could have. I know, right? Oh man, she had a great speech at the DNC not too long ago. Uh, yeah, she's she's great. I love her. <laughs> I like like listen, man, man. I guess she can't run because she in the you know in there. But I think he, she can run, but she doesn't want to. She probably t- and and then look at they putting out the thing about Obama door to smoking weed and man, nobody care about. <laughs> Listen, man, nobody Good, cares. good for you, girl. Good for you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and where she was at? It was at Lampalooza or something. I'm like, yeah, that girl, eighteen. Then she, then he tell me, oh, she's targeting me. So what? She's eighteen years old, man. She just graduated high school. Yeah, like hell yeah, you should be targeting and smoking weed. I mean, go you something like, like, come on, man, like, like, yeah. man, like, like, this is a big deal. Obama. Right. Obama, like, listen, man, I got three months, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got till January, not the January. I'm out of here, man. Yeah. And then they want to keep talking about, oh, think about it. What Obama we ain't have no wars or this and that, man. Tell me because he's from whole because he's from Hawaii or something. Something they send. Tell me yeah. let's birth certificate. And then they're talking about he wasn't from the U.S. Man, what man? Like, whatever, man. Yeah. You <laughs> because because his last name Obama, man. Who cares? The man been chilling for yeah. eight years. You know what I'm saying? He been chilling for eight years. He's been trying to do what he wanted. And then the thing about it, they say, I be hearing people talking about, oh, Obama's the worst president. Everything the man tried to do, they shut it down. Yeah. Listen, everything he tried to do, they shut it down. And, and then they talking about how bad Obama carries. Listen, I swear to God, I don't know. I just started paying for insurance. So I don't know if it was better before or is it better now. I mean, I know it's expensive. Yeah, last job I was paying eight hundred dollars a month. I said, man, that's ninety six hundred dollars a year. Ninety six hundred dollars a year for insurance, man. Yeah, that's almost ten thousand dollars a year for insurance. I said, well, how am I gonna take home some money, man? I don't yeah. give uh, eight hundred dollars a month, man. I listen, I quit that job. <laughs> y'all keep this in y'all insurance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I think that was the thing that Obamacare was trying to fix. One was trying to bring the cost down, but also making um affordable you know for people to buy um but I'm, I'm not exactly sure why people oppose obamacare like really really truthfully i think it was just um they don't like government period you know republicans don't they don't like government programs they don't like the government running things this is really weird that you're in congress <laughs> well you don't like government running things yet you get a government paycheck you know whatever <laughs> but uh yeah, they just don't want 
you know, they want private insurance to do it. And if they feel like, you know, the Affordable Care Act is a way of government having more control over stuff. So it's very philosophical, um, ideological opposition to, you know, Obamacare. But in reality, it just makes more people um, able to get health care. You know, the healthier people are, the more productive they can be. You know, um, if you're spending less on health care, then you can spend it on other things. So, and not only that, like every every place else in the world has a better, more affordable health care system than the United States. You know, you're talking it? about in yeah. Europe or Canada or wherever. Canada, Canada is free, right? Yeah. Like every doctor's, you know, it's part of your taxes. You might have higher taxes there. Like, you know, you might take home less from your paycheck from taxes, but you go to the doctor, it's like $10. All your medicine is covered. Every doctor visit is covered. There's no insurance because all you got to do is prove that you're a Canadian citizen. And boom, you know, you get taken care of. So, so do you be so do you have to work to have the free health care or no? No. Oh. You just have to be a citizen of the country. Yeah. I think I'm about to move to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. There have been plenty of people. Man, you gotta think about it. you don't hear about Canada having a war or nothing, man. <laughs> they don't be trying to have no problem. Canada's proud of uh Britain, right? Or yeah, it used to be. It was kinda of like a colony just like the US was. I think it might still be a province of the UK. Um and they said that they said that that uh, what is that? Uh, Texas is it Texas or is it uh California? Is hmm. It's really Mexico. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, Texas. It's, it's the U.S. took it, went over there and took it from man. Yeah, Texas used to be. Yeah, Texas was actually all the way to California, like, and then it was eventually cut up into smaller states. But all of that was Mexico back maybe. I wish I knew my history better, but more than 150 years ago. I mean, what's weird about it, Texas being part of Mexico, is now they're complaining about Mexicans being in Texas. <laughs> so you don't even realize that you took Texas from Mexico to begin with, and then you're going to complain about Mexicans being here. Like, yeah, it's, you know, it's all, you know, land. You know, people just travel to where the jobs are. Um, you talk about immigration. You know, people are just trying to survive. So, yeah. If someone tells them not to come, like, it'd be like, uh, that's not going to feed me. <laughs> like, you know. Um, but then, you know, we were talking about it on the, um, the M3 Hangout that, um, you know, exporting jobs over to other countries. We often, you know, because the labor is cheaper, large companies will send jobs to places like Mexico to manufacture goods and then ship them back here. You know, even though they're American companies, a lot of their workforce is in Mexico or China or somewhere where they can pay workers less. And it makes more sense, actually, you know, economically. Like, if you run a business and you're, you're selling a product, it doesn't really matter where the product is made as long as it gets made, right? So yeah. if you can make it cheaper somewhere else, why wouldn't you? To me, I'm like, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> because you're going to have to ship it anyway. It's a national company. Like if you make it in Colorado versus Columbia, 
you're eventually going to have to put it on the plane and ship it to a store. So why does it matter where you produce it? Um, so, you know, but there are, I guess there are protectionists. You know, people obviously are going to lose their jobs if you send these manufacturing jobs overseas. But the upside of that is there are now jobs overseas. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of helping out overseas. Yeah. So someone somewhere is getting a job. It's not like the jobs just disappear. It's just they're not in this country anymore. And if they weren't in that country, they'd be immigrating to us to get the jobs that we're not shipping over there. And that's what I'm saying. You're talking about you don't want immigrants over here. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they making money now. They don't need to come over here. Exactly. That's what I understand. People coming over here because they're not making money where they at. Right. Oh, Texas became a state in uh, December 29th, 1845. Yeah. And there are, you know, people in Texas who have said that um, they wanted to succeed and be their own country. And some people from Texas are like, it is the, the nation of Texas. <laughs> that, oh, no, no, they call it the uh, Republic of Texas. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, eh. Texas is huge, though. I think it might be like a thousand miles, man. <laughs> yeah, it is huge. I mean, but but then California the same way. Yeah, because California was part of Mexico too, right? Mm-hmm. So hold on, so it was Texas, California, yeah, was Nevada, Arizona? all those all those states that are in between Texas and California were part of Mexico. So so oh, that's why they all on the Mexican border. Yeah. So so Mexico was about as big as the U.S. Mm-hmm. Maybe bigger. Yeah. <laughs> And what's funny is, of course, everything above that um, was Louisiana at one point, which is really, yeah, Louisiana was part of a French colony. So it's basically when, you know, the Europeans came over, most of, you know, England got most of the East Coast. And then you had the French who were in Louisiana, which was that large portion above, you know, sort of all the way up to Washington State. And, um, And then the Spanish... And Mexico, which, you know, then later all of these places obviously gained their independence. And then, you know, history happened, which I don't know well. But (laughs) luckily there's Google. Just want to take a break from the show to remind you to visit JimmyInTheBrain.com to find out more about the show. You can drop us a line, ask us some questions, and learn more about how you can help us take our show to the next level. Now, back to the show. So, you're originally from Buffalo? Or? Yeah, Buffalo, New York. So, what would, because I'm originally from Chicago, and I, that is a good one to think about the divided state of America. You know, when did you move to Georgia? Uh, my first time, because, you know, this is my second time. My first time I moved here in uh, 2010. Okay. And then my second time, I uh, moved back in 2012. I stayed from 2010 to no, 2010 to 2011, then left from 2011 to, to uh, 2013, then I've been back. So for the last six years, four and a half years of that, I've been in Georgia. Okay. You know, but, but I've been there three years straight this time. Okay. So I guess the thing I was getting at was, you know, what would you say is the major difference between living in the South and living in the North? I mean, other than the weather, I mean, because yeah, yeah. you know Georgia, we we get summer about nine months out of the year. Yeah, late lately it's been kind of crazy, but you know, it used to get summer be like be December, man. Then you know, then January, February, you know, then that's when we got our winter. But yeah, 
one thing um about down here, yeah. it's it's kind of good thing, but then it's kind of like bad. Like okay, how okay? When I, I got a white beard on right now, mm-hmm. I got a white beard on. So earlier when I left the house, you know, I, I like I said, I keep my gun on me. So you know, I ain't got nowhere to hide it. So I you know I just got it on my head. But see, by me being from Buffalo, we can't do that. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like it's kind of cool because you, you know you see people just walking around with guns. You yeah. Definitely the ones with the cowboy boots and, and with their shirt tucked in. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and, and that's that's not, and I swear I want nobody listening to this thing that I'm talking about white people because it's black people that do the same thing. <laughs> you know how it is down here. They they think they from Texas or something, man. You know they. Got the cowboy boots on, the cowboy hat, the big buckle and everything. Yeah. And so, you know, you be seeing them gun on, gun on, gun on their hip just walking around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of cool, but then it's kind of scary. See, you haven't seen it all your life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's normal to you. Yeah. To me, from me being from Buffalo, you, you can't, you can't walk around with guns like that. So. Yeah. Even I'll be having my gun. I listen, I'll be feeling uncomfortable when I got my gun. That's why if I go in the store, I leave my gun in the car. Yeah. But then then, you know, it's just it's kind of weird, you know. You know, it's definitely a gun culture here. I know um it was like I was doing some yard work um one time at someone's house and it was like a limb that he wanted to remove and he pulls out a shotgun to remove <laughs> it. I'm like, who does that? <laughs> But that's only in Georgia. Yeah, only in Georgia. Like <laughs> only in the South, I guess. I know, where a shotgun becomes a yard utensil. <laughs> Just like, so well it needs to come down, I can shoot it. Like forget uh, uh. using the saw, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I want I want to get back to what we mm-hmm. talking about the politics, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you think um that Donald Trump really is promoting racism or do you think that they're just taking his words, you know? Uh, I think no. it's it's much more coded than I mean he's still a politician even though he's never run for political office so he's smart about what he says he tries to coach it but I think the things he said no politician at this point has ever said no one you know the build the wall type deal is clearly like an isolationist type move to say you know Mexicans are just like taking over the country which is not true uh, just factually untrue. Um, as far as like illegal immigration is concerned, um, and talking about you know Muslims being banned from the country uh, because I guess you know with the Christ the Syria uh, civil war that's going on right now and ISIS, you know there is this huge humanitarian crisis going on in Europe, um, in particular the southern area of Europe like Italy, Greece, uh, France. They they have like huge influx of uh, migrants. Uh, I'm talking like 10, 15,000 a day. It's crazy. It's a crazy number. Uh, we're talking, we're accepting, I think, upwards of 10,000 a year. Uh, and this has been going on, I guess, for about three years now. Um, so, I mean, it is an issue, but I think he's using it, the fear of like terrorism happening or in the case of Mexico, your job getting taken. You know, there are quotes of him saying, you know, these aren't good people coming over here. You know, they're rapists, they're murderers. You know, like, what? (laughs) Okay. Um, 
That's just factually not true. Um, it's funny, actually, when I was looking up some information about, uh, you know, illegal immigration, undocumented workers tend to actually have lower rates of crime because they're trying not to get deported. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. You know, they're, they're trying to stay under the radar, so by, by nature, they're not committing as many crimes. So, <laughs> it's just factually inaccurate. Um, thinking about, like, tax... Um, you know, the tax, uh, saying like, you know, immigrants who come over are using our resources, which is another like fear, hate tactic, just isn't true. Um, if you're working, you're paying taxes. Uh, in fact, you're not getting uh, any sort of income back, you know, because you're not filing for taxes, but you're also not getting paid as much. So, <laughs> but you know. see, see, the thing about it is like, Immigrants, you know, definitely the Muslims and, you know, they, they, you know, like the, um, I don't know what to call them, but you know, the people, they come, they open up the corner stores and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What they don't know is they putting their money together. It, you see that one person, but it's not just that one person. It's a whole, like we was talking about the Mexicans. Yeah. It's the whole family of them. You know, they put all their money together and think about it, man, within a couple of years, they millionaires. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. It's like because they're they're together. Yeah. And see, what, what it seems like Trump don't like is that they don't. He don't like the unity. He, he don't like that they're together. He he like it's like he want them to be separated. You know what I'm saying? Like how they were saying most of his uh, supporters is um, white people that's that's poor. You yeah. Something like like you know yeah, they want someone to blame. Yeah, and then the thing about it, like how he telling people oh do this and that like like I said I don't really watch the news but. I've seen some stuff where they is fighting at his rallies, and he tell them, "Well, go ahead and, and do. If somebody say something wrong, go ahead. I'll pay your legal fees." What, what do you mean? Yeah. No, you ain't really gonna pay nobody legal. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Yeah, like, I heard that too. Yeah. Like, like, it just seemed like he. It seemed to me how he keeps on make America great again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seemed like to me like you're you're trying to make it racist again. Because <laughs> I'm telling like, listen, there will never be another slavery. As long as we're alive. Well, see, you know? this is this is the thing. I'm sure America was great for white people. <laughs> you know, so talk about making America great again. I'm sure if you're a white guy, like it wasn't that bad. Um, I saw. I, I remember um, Derek brought this up in our hangout Sunday. I think um, it was some kind of semi-racist bumper sticker that he read, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I have to admit, even as a racist joke, it's funny. But it, it said something like. If I knew y'all were going to cause this many problems, I would have picked the cotton myself. <laughs> was, it, was it on the white person card? Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, hey, yeah. that is hilarious, but really racist. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, man. I should put that in the back of my truck. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll give you that. That's funny. <laughs> he really saw that for real, though? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Oh, I was just like, man. that's funny. But uh, it's like, still, at the same time, um, yeah, I think people want someone to blame. You know, that's part of it. Uh, there is this, uh, when you talk about make America great again, there is a, a look at the past that just isn't real. You know, leave it to Beaver, even if you're just going back to like the 60s, 50s, you know. Um, there's this whitewashing of reality that happened at that time where, you know, 
yeah, just the, the problems of of the world were not registering in people's minds, you know. They weren't thinking about black people or women's rights or you know, or gay people or all these things that are issues now. But they've always been there. They weren't not issues then. <laughs> they didn't go away. They just didn't address them. And so they get mad at the people who bring it up as if we created the problem. You know? Like, so, we, didn't, we didn't create racism. We're just pointing it out. You know? <laughs> do, you think, do you think that the way he's trying to divide America is not just black and whites? You think it might be, like, against, like, the gays? and Well, of course, we know about against, you know, the Mexicans and... and the Muslims, you see what yeah. I'm saying? That's the thing. I, I think the irony is he probably is pretty progressive on gay rights and probably for black people as well. Uh, probably. Probably much more so than a lot of Republican candidates. But um, Okay, so this voice here is the sound of uh, Jimmy's brother, who is also on the call with us as we were talking about politics. Just didn't want to, like, surprise you in the middle of it. Um, but, yes, uh, we'll continue the conversation from this point. Uh, you know something though? Mm. I'm gonna chime in on that. But like like Donald Trump, I don't believe is like racist against black people. I think because yeah. you know when you think of racism, you think of you automatically think of like black and white. Yeah. No, it's like, you know, you got black that's you got blacks that's racist against whites, you got whites that's racist against blacks. Donald Trump in particular, I think is like racist against Muslims, Mexicans, you know, and, and so forth. You know, he might he might very well be racist against black people. And I believe like, I believe it might be a strong possibility that he is, but you know, you know, now like racism now is, you know, it's still blatant, but it's still hitting too, because you know, you got people that's going to make money off of black people. So, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to be in business with somebody, if you're going to get in bed with somebody, you know, Hey, you know what you got, you know what you're risking. Yeah, I think that's Which is like, that is a good point. Like he he's all about making money, so uh, he knows black people have money. <laughs> you know, I think you know, I think you were saying like he um, being from New York is pretty multicultural. So I'm thinking, you know, he's probably um, had some experience being around black people. I think that's the biggest problem that a lot of white racism comes from the fact that you just don't have any experience dealing with black people at all. And whatever right. and whatever interactions you've had with black people have been like the negative of some sort, you know, like it's just some stereotypical bullshit. Um, yeah, and then it's even more bullshit too about like you know the media. The media is a, plays a huge part in portraying black people as like an ignorant, right, a ignorant nationality because you know for all these police shootings, you know everything that goes on for every like rally, for every peaceful rally. You know, they always want to show some bullshit with it, where somebody's acting out, looting, fucking destroying buildings and all that good stuff. Right. But, you know, they don't show the 10 or 20 peaceful rallies that happen around it. Right. They don't no want to show that. They're not interested in it. They want, and something, they want something to reinforce their prejudice. You know? Yeah. So. And, and it's crazy because, like, my uh, my girlfriend, her cousin, uh, he, he's with a chick that's from Canada. Now she she's black, but she she told me like I was having a conversation with her. And she told me like they they think we're the worst in Canada. They think black people are the worst, and that's because of what they see on TV. Yeah. And then you know it's like a domino effect, especially with these police officers. You know, 
you know, you got police officers coming from the suburbs that they probably think black people the way they are based on what they see on TV. So, you know, they come in and they scared anyway. They scared shitless. So, you know, yeah. they come in a, into the neighborhoods like they own the place, but they really shook, but it's, you know, and then like back to Donald Trump, you know, he's not a dumb person. Yeah. He's a billionaire. So, you know, you know, so if he is racist, you know, he, he's really, really good at hiding. It. <laughs> right. Well, not, not with Muslims and uh, Mexicans, <laughs> of course, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, if well, he's racist against black people, you know, he's doing a damn good job of hiding. It. Oh, yeah. D. Middlebrooks. I'm uh, Jimmy's brother. I'm from Buffalo, New York, myself. And, you know, uh, um, I'm in the military. And, you know, and with that being said, too. It's a lot of Muslims in the military. Mm-hmm. There are actually like mosques on military installations, and yeah. you know they give them they give them their respect to uh, you know go pray, uh, do do what they have to do as far as their religion. But you know if you got if you got a president that's against all that, you know it's it's gonna cause all kinds of havoc. I feel. Oh yeah, I was just thinking about that. He got into it with the. Uh the Khan family, I guess, whose son died in Iraq. And, you know, yeah. they, they basically were like, you made no sacrifices. You know, literally talking about their son, they had a picture of, his, of their son who died. And then he goes back and says, I have made sacrifices. I've created jobs. Worked really hard in my life. And it's like, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it's like, you haven't sent any of your kids in the military. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, but then, you know, and you did get a lot of uh, pushback from Republicans on that. Um, but then when you're talking about like banning Muslims, because that's that was the point they're making is that there are plenty of Muslims in the military. Um, yeah. If we're fighting overseas, and doesn't it make sense to have people who have some connection to the places that we're located? I mean, oh yeah, exactly. So that just doesn't make any sense. So that's just like a clear bias. Like that's the thing. I don't I don't necessarily like the term racist so, so much as biased. You know. Because racism yeah. is real, don't get me wrong. Bias plays into racism. But if you can't see the benefit that someone gives you because you're seeing all the negatives, you're just biased and you're you're less effective as a leader if you can't utilize all the skills that people have to offer. <laughs> and see, see, that's why I think that he's messing up because it's not really Muslims that he won out. It, it's the, the people from Pakistan and, you know what I'm saying, people from Iraq, you know what I'm saying, and, and basically, people that's from overseas, you know what I'm saying? I think it's just, he, he want those people out, but instead of instead of just coming out and saying, oh, I want them out of the um, America, he's saying Muslims. But yeah. then, like he, like my brother said, it, it's white Muslims, you know what I'm saying? So so instead of beating around the bush, say who you don't want in here, you see what I'm saying? Don't say Muslims, say, I don't want Pakistanis over here, you know, people from Iraq, Iran, you know what I'm saying? Basically. Yeah. I, I don't want foreigners over here, period. You know. Yeah, but that'd be a little too racist. <laughs> yeah, that would be. The same, but but then when you saying Muslims, you got you got your you got people in America looking at you saying, "Well, what what do you mean you don't want me over here? I'm from here." You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Right. No, it's a real thing because um yeah immigration, like we were saying, like there's a civil war going on in Syria, and you know millions upon millions of people are being displaced because of it. Um, the numbers are staggering. It's hard to imagine, like, you know, someone, imagine, like, a, a place the size of, like, California, mm-hmm. and all those people have to, to move, you know, like, hundreds of millions of people. Um, 
it, it is it's just hard to imagine. So, yeah, they're being redistributed all over Europe, Canada, U.S., all over the world. And, you know, it is a concern that people have that, um, for instance, he's, he is exploiting. For instance, okay, there are other, other cultures where, you know, women are not allowed to leave the house alone, you know. There are cultures where women cannot wear bathing suits, for instance. You know? Really? Yeah. It, it's, funny. it's funny you said that, too, because uh, I do security, and uh, I was doing security at a swimming pool mm. just last week, and it was a young lady in there. She was in the pool with her clothes on, like with mm. jeans, no shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy, like, the culture shock you will get from seeing other cultures actually, you know, living their lifestyle. Yeah. And so, yeah, there was this, there was actually a problem with this that had to do with the fact that some, some people from some cultures, it's not even saying Muslim, but mostly Muslim, if a woman was wearing a bathing suit, it's almost to them as if they're being naked or, you know, advertising for sex, like they're a hooker or a prostitute or something. And so, right. so people would, in those communities, let them know, like in America, women actually wear bathing suits. And they're not asking for you to have sex with them. They're not prostitutes. They're at the pool. And people use that, those pamphlets that they handed out in these large communities. You know, they're trying to educate people who just moved here from another country. They're not saying that these men are going to rape the women. It's just like they've never seen women in bathing suits. (laughs) It's a culture shock. Right. You know, whatever. People can learn other cultures. It's not... Oh, yeah. So... Some people just refuse to, though. Yeah. You know? So... Because, you know, especially, like, you know, uh, America, America as a whole, we're very, we're very, very stubborn people. Like, we don't... And I, I think it's, like, with people in with people in general, but I think especially, like, us as Americans, you know, we don't like to see shit that's different. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Are, um, are you going to be voting in this election? He said, well, uh, actually, I don't plan on it. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I still feel like our votes don't necessarily count anyway because they got that electoral college. You know, yeah. with the electoral college, you know, either way it go, even if a candidate wins the popular vote, they can still lose by the electoral college, which yeah. I feel takes the power away from the people. And, you know, it makes it more of a, you know, of a controlled election. Yeah, it is. No doubt. I mean, the Electoral College was created for that reason that, um, you know, I guess before the United States, there really were not things called democracies. (laughs) We didn't. Before the United States, there were no elections. You know what I'm saying? So um, they didn't know it would work, you know. So they they did create the Electoral College to, you know, have a backstop in case people just started electing people like Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, listen, yeah. I, I, w- I heard something too about a lot of people in Georgia um, is like voting Democrat. And you know, yeah. Georgia's a Republican state. Yeah. I mean, did you hear about that? It was something, I think it was on on one of those news channels. Not 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 a lot of people, but some people were, you know, trading over. Either they, they're going to vote Democrat or not vote at all. Yeah. I mean, the other thing we haven't brought up is... Donald Trump's misogyny. Um, he has said some really awful things about women. In particular, there was a case, uh, Roger Ailes, who is the 
uh, head news person at Fox News, mm-hmm. uh, was accused by several of their female anchors of, you know, sex for their job, you know. Um, and I think it was, you know, most of them are very conservative. It's a very conservative station, Fox News. Um, and so they have some connection to, you know, Donald Trump's world, you know, the people who are voting for him, his campaign. And they asked him about it. He said, you know, what should a woman do if their boss is demanding sex to keep their job? And he was like, they should leave. Um, and then they asked him, like, what if this happened to your daughter? And he was like, I, I don't think my daughter would let that happen to her. And so to me, it's just like a, a clear ignorance of the idea that um, if you're in a position, if you're an employee at a, at a, at a job and your boss demands sex from you, He's willing to fire you. Obviously, that's the point. Like you're, so just leaving isn't going to solve the problem. Um, you know, I think the reason they were asking him this was, you know, what sort of legal um, compensation could someone get for that? You know, having to, you know, having to leave your job because of that, you know, possibly happening, or you know, get trying to just ask him like about women's issues in general. So one of the, I guess when you were talking about that, uh, there was a, a lifelong Republican. I think she worked for the George W. Bush administration. Uh, she's a, I believe she was a actual elected official, like on a local level, maybe, you know, like a city councilwoman or something like that. It was just like, she renounced her, you know, part in the Republican party said, I'm an independent now and I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton because of how you know how bad Donald Trump is on women's issues. Yeah, um, hey, hey, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's funny. Like here, like here in Buffalo, believe it or not, Buffalo is more of a Democratic city, but you have a lot, and I mean a lot, of Trump supporters here. Like really? it's almost scary. Yeah. It's like it's like almost everybody flip flop. And like, like me personally, I'm a registered independent because I feel like all these political parties are full of shit anyway. So, you know, I changed my, my affiliation. But, yeah. you know, with, uh, with Trump, you know, he, he is ignorant when it comes to women. You know, it's funny how people talk about, you know, rap music and how rappers degrade women and stuff. But Donald Trump does it and he does it blatantly. He does it like, you know, without a fuck to give. Right. And nobody says a damn thing about it. Yeah. I mean, people are starting to notice, but yeah, it, it's amazing he's gotten this far and people haven't said anything about it yeah. or, you know, stopped him from being their nominee because I think a lot of Republicans are starting to see that now and they're like, oh shit, you know, it's too late now. We can't, we can't take it back. There, there are no backsies <laughs> in presidential elections. <laughs> but, but honestly though call me call me like some type of conspiracy theorist but mm-hmm. I still feel like Trump has no chance of winning this election regardless though because you know there was no strong candidate anyway for the Republican party right. and Donald Trump you know he just won big ass walking shit show so you know he gonna, he gonna get people interested but I still don't think he gonna win I still think Hillary Clinton will be our next president but you know, Donald Trump just here to make things interesting. Just yeah. you know, make people like give people something to talk about. Yeah, I, I think I think 
Okay, like when my brothers and you know what I really think? I think that Donald Trump is trying to help Hillary win. You know what I'm saying? Be- because of the things that he's saying, you know, you know, you gotta think about it. They they have to have somebody to hate. You know what I'm saying? But really, they hate both right. of them. They hate both of them for real. But but Donald Trump is making it worse for himself. So I think that he he's trying to make it so that people have somebody to hate. You know what I'm saying? Like because I mean, he was a Democrat at one point. Remember we just said that, Michael? Because yeah. I was saying he he was a Democrat. He man, that, this this is what I'm saying. If he was a Democrat, he is a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? He. He, but he's running Republican because he had to, he had to have somebody to run against, and he knew and he knew if he would have ran Democrat that he wouldn't have beat Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So so you got to think about it. if I can't beat her, let me run against her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that was the thing. Like he probably is pretty moderate on social issues, so he aligns with Democrats in that way. But he's always been a billionaire, so I think Republicans have always been the party of billionaires. <laughs> like even if he was. Even if he was a Democrat for all those years, um, I'm pretty sure he likes the idea of paying less, you know, taxes. Or you know, one of the things he was, you know, he, they don't talk about much of his economic plans, but you know, he's one of those who wants to cut, you know, the estate tax, which is basically when you die, if you have more than five million dollars to pass to your children, the government takes a portion of it, no matter whatever taxes you do. Is basically a tax on really rich people. <laughs> they try to rebrand it the death tax, which is true. It's a tax on people when they die, but it's a minimum of $5 million. You know, anyone who, if you had, you know, 4.9 million, you don't pay it. <laughs> so, okay, okay. If, if you know what I'm saying? So, so it's less than 5 million is basically free. Yeah, there's no estate tax for people who make, or who are inheriting less than $5 million. So, why would you, I don't know, like, that's a blatant sort of thing, like, I like rich people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I think he just doesn't like taxes, he's against government spending, he wants to make the government like a business, he said that many times, like, I'm a very successful businessman, and I want to, yeah, and he's not really that successful, that was the other thing, (laughs) but... that was something that I think Mike Bloomberg was talking about on, at the Democratic convention. It's like, we're going to talk about billionaires. I'm a billionaire. That dude's a chump. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what he said? Yeah, basically. He didn't say it like that. But, yeah. yeah. He was just like, I'm a really rich white guy. Like, you want to talk about <laughs> really rich people. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's an independent, too. That's an artist. And that brings us to the end of our second episode of Jimmy and the Brain. Uh, please join us and for the third episode of Jimmy and the Brain. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to give us five-star ratings and give us feedback. Um, visit jimmyandthebrain.com and let us know what you think. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.